everyone. Um, so my name is Matias. I'm the host of Why Aren't You Married? Um, this was the quintessential question every Nigerian once they get to the age of 25 and above gets. So, uh, so a bit of my background. I'm so Nigerian Canadian. When did I move to Canada? 2020. Wow. 2020 now. So yeah, almost 20 years ago. So December 31st, um, 2000, actually, dead-ass winter. I was convinced my father hated us, but, you know, it is what it is because who moves to Canada in December? Uh, my name is yeah. Timmy. Um, I'm the producer of Why Aren't You Married? slash co-host, um, Nigerian-Canadian, um, based in Toronto. Been here since 2001, one of the OGs, and uh, I took a look around and saw that a lot of people my age, uh, which is like mid-30s and whatnot, um, isn't married or they're not married yet. And wanted to figure out like what's happening, like are people are people's attitudes changing toward marriage and whatnot. And uh, yeah. Okay, so we have two single men. You're both still single, right? As of the writing of this, you're both still single. Very much so. Very, Very much, much so. Are you, are you still single? I'm married. You're married. Not not married. Not oh, married. Not, oh, he's not married, but he's yeah. single. Okay, you see, that's interesting. Anyways, we'll 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 come back to that. But um, so two single men of Nigerian descent, one in Toronto, one in Calgary. Richard Adejumo is in Toronto, and Ayo Balogun is in Calgary. Richard is the amazing fashion entrepreneur at Ferihara, and um, Mr. Ayo is an oil and gas professional. So. I would say they would be what eligible eligible gentlemen yes um so welcome to the show guys if you just let us know a little bit more about yourselves you know touch just a little tiny um bit of your dating history maybe in the last six months what have you guys been up to dating wise wow. <laughs> ayo distinguished gentleman you go I, first i think richard you should go first <laughs> <laughs> all right well thank you for the introduction muti mutia um my name is Richard Adejimo, and yes, I own and operate a custom menswear uh, company specializing in suits, shirts, coats, and associated formal wear. Um, I'm, I'm thankful and honored to be on the podcast. Uh, thank you for considering me. Yeah. Um, Ayo, like, you know, tell us about your, yourself. You know, All right. So... Uh, you know, just like Moti said, based in Calgary, used to live in uh, Hamilton. That's where I went to school, moved to Canada 2005 with a bunch of other friends who are in Ontario still. Uh, work in the energy industry, uh, you know, run a side business and photography as well on my days off from work. So that's pretty much it. Nice. So your guy, so you guys are both, you know, mature men in your 30s. I didn't ask you your ages, but in your 30s. So the question, why are you not married? <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you, I can't, I can't count how many times I've been asked that question. I mean, so that's why I wanted to bring the question of the people, you know, to you again with the weight and the gravitas of the Nigerian woman's voice. Why are you not married? Wow. Okay. That's, that's a good way to put it. Um... <laughs> I think that question has a lot of layers attached to it. I don't think there's any one simple or straightforward answer. And um, if I try to summarize it in one line, 
I would just say for me, it's readiness. Hmm. Of the people you've seen around you or of yourself? Of my whole, my whole environment. So including myself, people I've been with and myself. I think a lot of it has to do with uh, individual readiness and people that have been interested in the past being ready to to take it that one step further as well. So a timing thing on both on both parts. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, okay, I'm marking that down. To the nitty gritty of it all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm marking that down. Summarize as a whole readiness. Ayo, well, um, to answer the question, you know, I don't want to be repeating what Richard said, but definitely, like, we probably have to dive into the nitty gritty of that question. But, you know, straightforward answer, it really on my part has been, um, how do I really put this to be correct, you know? (laughs) Well, you know, like, (laughs) partly, partly, like, timing, but I think for the most part, you know, it just hasn't really been a priority of mine. Mm-hmm. You know, um, for the longest time, ever since I was young, I've just been of the opinion that marriage, in my own, in my own view, is something that you know you just take your time to, 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 to get involved in, you know, to get into. So, for me, it just hasn't really been a priority. Not that I haven't been thinking about it, mm-hmm. but really like putting it as a priority okay bro you have to settle down by this age you have to do this and that you know haven't really laid the plans down in that in that sense so that i think i think ultimately that's really being the reason that i'm not married (laughs) okay so so what i'm sort of hearing is that it's not like it's not something you know you're not you're not consciously pushing it away but you just don't feel you don't feel rushed towards it necessarily. I definitely don't feel rushed, you know. Like I'm probably one of the few people who who's fortunate not to get that question asked all the time. Because where are you hiding? <laughs> well, maybe once in three months, my parents would bring it up, you know, okay. in a very weird way. They're not not even directly, right? Mm-hmm. Just like, oh, you know, whenever you're thinking, make sure you're thinking about this and that, but. Mm-hmm. And that's probably also because of my relationship experience in the past that they've been involved in. So they being aware of that as well kind of influences their approach towards how they ask me the question of why aren't you married? But you're dating somebody now, you said, right? Uh-huh. Okay. I won't ask this question that seems obvious. I don't want to put you in problem, but that's okay. Thanks. <laughs> um so are you the only one of your friends? Both of you, are you the only one of your friends that are single right now? Are most of your friends married? Do you feel peer pressure? I guess I always say no peer pressure, but is that is that playing your minds at all to any level? Um, so a bunch of my friends actually are married. And a, and a bunch aren't. <laughs> you know? Um, but regardless, on either part, with the guys that are married and the guys that are not married... I just don't, you know, that pressure is, is just not there. Mm. I, I just never think about it, you know. I admire the guys who have taken the steps and have got married, you know, have solid families, whatever they're building, they're building their lives. Right. And I also don't really, you know, 
the, you know, um, I also don't judge the guys who haven't taken that step, you know. It's just everyone's path is different in my in my opinion. But for me personally, it's just not being a priority. I probably should think about it more though. Mm-hmm. Sorry, okay, Richard, well, sorry. There's an epiphany, Richard. Uh, for me, I would say I was thinking about it while I was speaking. I actually feel majority of my friends are not married. I think I have more unmarried, not single, but right. unmarried friends than the those that are married. So um, in a way, that partly has a little bit of the, like I always speak into priority, when you feel like your circle is not as uh, committed in that sense, it mm. puts less pressure on you as well. So... Sorry, question for you guys. Um, are you okay with not getting married? Are you okay with not getting married? Yeah. yeah like that, you just, like, you know, it might not, uh, for some people who say, you know, at this age, it hasn't happened, it might not happen again. Like, do you, are you like, yeah, are you cool with that? That's a tough question to answer. In a way, um, I'm okay with it, but I'm also scared of being alone when I get older. Mm-hmm. I think right now, and maybe even in your 40s, everybody's cool with, you know, single life because you don't have that desire for companionship. But then when you start to get into your 50s and 60s, and at that point, you can't really start dating. There's <laughs> so much of life that you have to cover from one person. So mm. you sort of have to start putting the building blocks in place now, right? So, um, no, a single never married 40-year-old man is definitely questionable, Shad. Let me just put it out there. Wait, a single unmarried 40-year-old man? A single man? never married 40-year-old man. You're almost better to have him single and divorced because at least you tried. Why? why? Wait, wait, wait. No, 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 no. Circle back. Why? <laughs> I think it's, it's the sense of... Um, it, I think it's the sense that you make it just seem like you're not able to make a decision or you can't commit to something or you're indecisive because it will be hard to believe that at 40, you hadn't had an opportunity a few times by that point to have really just sat and thought about it. So, but if you had done it right and then it didn't work out, like that's a completely different story. Then you fall into the, at least he tried category. Anyway, that's for Misha. (laughs) I I, kind of agree to a certain extent, but you know, I feel like there might be cases out there that are perfectly justifiable as to why the guy has never been. Actually, you know, I think I see where you're coming from. For the yeah. most part, it's hard not to have ever had the opportunity. I think I understand where you're coming from, but yeah, yeah, it might be without one that one forty year old out there who's listening <laughs> to this. You know, still <laughs> out here wilding. Yeah, no, yeah. No. But uh, to answer to Miss' question, um. You know, if you asked me that question, say, like, four or five years ago, I would have told you, you know, no flat out. Of course, I want to get married, trying to have a family, you know, set up myself, whatever it is. But interestingly, just, you know, personally thinking and whatever it is, reflecting, I'd say like a year, two years ago, I was actually asking myself that same question. Would I be okay not getting married? And for a split second, my answer was yes. And then... When I came back to my senses, I'm like, man, who am I kidding, man? I'm trying to have a family, you know. I really am trying to, you know, get a, you know, have a family of my own, whatever it is, right? So, what's the, going back to the dating status? Like, what, what are you guys 
Yeah, what's your dating status? Where you at? All right, all right. Yeah, what's your dating status? Tell me, what's your dating yeah. status? You're already yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm, I'm dating someone right now, yeah. you know. Uh, How long? I don't want to disclose that. Okay. But, you know, as of right, as of today, yeah, you know. Um, <laughs> so you're dating seriously? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, Rich, Richard, what's your? What's your dating? I I'm single. I'm, I'm single. You're hella single. I'm mingling. You're out here. I'm out here, man. I'm in these streets, bro. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out here, man. But in the streets, that, that, rack bodies, or in the streets, like with a magnifying glass. Nah, I'm, I'm in the streets, it. available. My racking bodies days are over, man. My trying to keep that account. <laughs> Well, you know, Timmy doesn't believe I'll, you. <laughs> I mean, I thought I thought this process was to be real and open and honest and give out, you know, the real dating right. details, you know. But um, yeah, no, I'm single. Um, I'm actually very, very much open to the idea of dating seriously now more than I have ever been. Um, and I'm very self-aware, so the fact that I can say that's that's a word. Yeah. yeah. I think I can say that to myself. Lets me know that. At this point, it's true. I've said it in the past and not believed mm-hmm. it, and haven't really been able to say it outwardly mm-hmm. to like friends or you know people. But now, you know, whenever I talk to somebody who I know can potentially have a uh, a match for me, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm advertising it. I'm putting it out there. You know, I also believe in putting it out there will help me attract it. Right. So. Okay. Well, Timmy, Timmy, this podcast better happen. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, this is Richard's phone number and email. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay, well, uh, okay, wait, but let's go back. You said you are out here, available, et cetera, et cetera. Does that make you your butt demon? Like you said, because you're dating and all that, like, kind of, you're a demon. Like, what, what is, you know, basically that concept of your butt demon, like, what does that to you? Like, when you get your butt demon. <laughs> I think I think it's all jokes, man. Guys, right? It's just it's just for IG and Twitter. <laughs> you got the bad boy. Yeah. Uh-huh. Here. Uh-huh. The manipulator. Lord. Mm. Right. There's levels. Fourth one. Yeah. There's there's uh like a serial dater or something. So yes. the fifth one is the player. Mm. This is somebody who just likes the idea of being able to get the girl. So he says whatever he has to say and convince her that he's wants to take us seriously. So plays on the heartstrings, you know, pulls on the heart, mm-hmm. heartstrings, plays on the emotions. And then once he gets what he wants, he's out. Top and clean mouth. I've never been in. You've never been a Yoruba demon. What? I've never been a Yoruba demon. Would you say uh-huh. you're a good man? Yes. Even though, yes. Yeah. And that, like, not even just cheating, but just being like. I've never cheated. Earnest and honest. And but just, I've never really had a girlfriend. I've only had a girl, one girlfriend, so I can't. I've never really had opportunity to cheat. Yeah. 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 So um, I've dated. I've been around the block, but like, <laughs> not like I was like dating multiple women at the same time you know so i just i've had experience with uh with dating 
and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think a lot of people should because it opens up your uh, your mind to what you actually want out of your out of, out yeah. of a partner, right? Yeah. At the same time, some people know at an early age. You know, you hear about people getting married to their high school sweethearts and things of that nature. But you know, for me personally, I like the idea of experiencing different types of relationships and people, and then now. Haven't had that experience. I know exactly what I want and what works. Right now, I'm going to ask you that in a future question. So keep it in your mind. Bringing this up is just because I, Nigerian women or any you know, women in general, this term of robot demon very negative, like the serial cheetah kind of thing. They, they confuse it with someone who's honest. Just maybe what? Well, what is it? So that's no. the, the very just throwing like going well. The other is the bad demon. That's no. So your bad demon is a fuck boy, okay? Somebody who like, fuck boy is not honest with you. So if somebody is honest with you, then ah, I don't know about that too. I've heard stories. That works. That that the worst of them all are the ones that are honest. <laughs> you know what I mean. The, you can even be honest. You know? and just be like honest. just like Richard was saying, playing playing with their you know their hearts or whatever it is, but they gotta let you know so that at the end of the whole contract. See, that's they, a bad boy. They they can fall back and say, well, I let you know at the at the start that I wasn't really looking for this, right? So I actually have two things to say about that. Do you guys watch the show uh, the show Insecure? Yep. Like Theray. So yeah. in the last episode, like the quintessential good boy, right, was basically just going out, dating all these things. Apparently, got his little heart broken, quote unquote. Anyway, I was dating this young girl and just was never honest with her. And she said, you're actually the worst kind of fuckboy because you think you're a good boy. Right? Yes. That's what I'm getting at. Yeah. Yeah. So he thinks he's good. He thinks because he's always had this reputation of being, oh, yeah, you know, the one that was... Mm-hmm. Forever, he thinks he has this halo, and then he can never slide. And that's the thing, like this dichotomy, right? Like you're never just one thing. So, so anyway. that's kind of what I'm getting at. Like a lot of, just because you think you're a good guy, you could be a Yoruba demon. You could be <laughs> the worst kind. Of guy. Wow. So you know, I, never, I never, I never saw it that way. But yeah. actually, I have a question though. Do you guys think in every guy right. is a little bit of a Yoruba demon? I think in every human being, there's dichotomy. So absolutely. In, in yeah. every Nigerian guy. <laughs> every Nigerian guy. That's, I agree with that. Nigerian guys are different. <laughs> Nigerians are a different breed, exactly. Like, in, in, they're human beings and then they're Nigerians. And then <laughs> there's Nigerian male experience when it comes to just intersexual relations, period. Before, it's like its own dictionary definition. Like, it's just a different thing. The only thing helping you guys is like, yeah, it's so small. You are in Nigeria. It's not the kind of conversation we'll be having. Like real talk, real talk. There's nothing like infidelity in Nigeria. It's actually not heard. Like it's just, uh-huh, so what's your problem? <laughs> like, it's just ingrained like, stuff. It's not even just accepted. Like, why aren't you doing it? What's your problem? So, mm-hmm. anyways, um, all right. So dating scene. A little bit of a lighter side of the conversation now. Dating oh, yeah. scene, Toronto and Calgary. What's good? Please help me. We've actually both been to each other's cities, Ayo. So, 
It'd be interesting yeah. to see what, hear what you say about the grass, that. The grass always looks greener, you know? <laughs> whenever whenever you're thinking, man, I've been in Calgary for all these months. I just want to go somewhere. Ah, man, let me touch Toronto and see what's happening, right? Um, and then the reverse as well, you know? Your friends come over to Calgary. Like, Richard has been to Calgary. And it's like, damn, man, all these babes, you know? <laughs> and I'm just like, yeah. No yeah. lie. No lie. Um... <laughs> But you know the dating scene, like, I mean, there's 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 girls out here, you know, and there's 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 people out here, you know. So so what qualifies as a good or a bad dating scene? Is it that people are easy to talk to? Is it they're beautiful? Is it they're open to more like different kinds of experiences? Is it that the infrastructure just allows for it more? There are more restaurants. Like, what makes a dating scene too? Like, what? Yeah, not to be. I, I think I think a bit of everything you just talked about. So. You know, if I were to compare Toronto to Calgary, there aren't as many places to go out in Calgary as there are in Toronto. You know, Toronto has a bit more, has a lot more, not a bit more, a lot more variety of mm. things to do, places you can go to. I know the folks who live in Toronto, you know, whenever I talk to them, they're like, yeah, whatever, man. It's, <laughs> it's you know, I'm in the city, whatever. It's boring for me. But that's because you live in the city, right? Yeah. You know, Um and then easy to talk to. I think the folks in Calgary are probably easier to talk to. Most deaf. Because yeah. I've been I've been to Toronto, man, and Most I, don't, <laughs> Listen, we, I, I don't know what it is, man. Like girls, so Toronto girls. Remember when I was uh, feeling my rap rap days? Toronto mm. women are the like Toronto chicks are just oh Lord have mercy. Like it's just, actually Toronto, Toronto in general. Yeah, it's a very it's called the school face capital because people are just very standoffish and not too friendly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So it's it's pretty tough to get anything done here, even music and all that kind of stuff. There's all these stories about Drake had to. What part of the reason why he went to the states? I don't know how true it is, but he went there because it's easier to work with people there. Like mm. here, it's you know people are in their silos. It's harder to do businesses and all that. So Toronto mm. is yeah, and with the ladies crazy to me is the is the so, same it's the I'll, same story Toronto, the dating scene is thriving people are dating it's like <laughs> serially like you go out to a restaurant and there's couples there's every other day there's somebody taking you out and both parties men and women embrace it women want men to take them out guys want to take girls out mm. but the thing is in Toronto you can meet a lot of girls. It's very hard to meet the girl. Mm. Whereas in Calgary, I also, because I've been there a few times now, because obviously I have business there. Um, the nature of the city being even smaller, I think that helps the dating scene because you have a pool of people you can select from. And <laughs> if you want to start misbehaving, it's probably easier to get caught too. Oh, yeah. that's why I went back to your environment is not conducive to. Yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, Toronto, you take a girl out to one spot, and then you know you can take another girl out to a different spot. In Calgary, it's probably about like five or six. You can't yeah, be taking. It's not that bad now. Different people to the same spots, you know. Yeah. Liable I mean, to well, I guess like only five or four or five spots that are really popping, okay. right? Okay. Okay. So wait, let me ask you: Do you meet girls online or just on the street? My, I've tried it online, it doesn't work for me, but... Really? Yeah. Oh. So guys still walk up to girls in bars? 
and vice versa. The girls want the guys in bars more now? Just question. I've been so out of this for so long. I got to ask these questions. In Calgary, they do. Yeah. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Oh, boy. I've never experienced that, though. But... um, Wow. Okay. So no dating apps and uh, people are still trying to do the traditional way. Okay. We talked about dating in North American cities. What about in Niger? When you guys go back, like what's the dating? Is there any difference there? There's something to be said about dating in different cities that you visit as a as a visitor, because who you are in your home city is not who you are when you're out of town. True. So I don't know if it's a fair uh, assessment of the dating scene in that city. It's probably better to ask the locals. Because me, whenever I'm out of Toronto, I'm like a different man. Like I'm more upbeat, more out there. I feel like I'm a little bit more approachable, you know. And I'm I'm more, I'm less concerned when I approach other people. Here in Toronto, it's always like, man, people know me here. I got to watch how I move, you know, <laughs> that kind of stuff. But like when you're in a different city, it's just like, bro, all's fair. Anyhow. <laughs> yeah. But, but still though, like I'm, can, you, can you talk about, your experience of when you do go back to, let's say, Lagos, like what's that, what's the dating like, you know, I know, the, I'm, I assume the ginger is on a high. Exactly. Do you just flash flash your Canadian passport and the sun or what, what are we talking about here? Yeah. <laughs> I think all three of us here know that we're very eligible back home. Uh, <laughs> please, hello, I need your type of confidence in my life. <laughs> Right out no, of real though. We know this though. As guys, we know this. We are Canadians. That one is shorts, you know. Mm. Really though. Ah. Cause cause the life the life in Niger be. Let's be honest. I think it also depends who you well, I haven't been back to Niger in a while. You know, last time I was there, I was only there for like maybe four or five days. So, you know, ask me that question the next time I'm back from Niger after like a two-week vacation or something. When was the last time you were there? 2013. 2013. All right. Cool, cool. Yeah. Right. We'll, we'll Things have definitely changed in Niger. Yeah. 2013. This, this might be a good segue into the next question if I know what the next one is that you're going to ask. But um, considering the dating pool back home in Niger, at least for me, there's more of the type of woman I want you know, in terms of uh, not necessarily my spec, but the idea of a wife that I have. So by that nature, definitely more exciting dating back home. There's just a lot more to choose from. (laughs) This one is going to close us out. Forget all the other questions we had, because this one, I'm very interested. Stop opening your eyes at me, my friend. Now, when you even go back to Nigeria, how long do you go back for? Two, three weeks. Oh, okay, okay. So that's like actually sufficient time to date. Because I'm like, if you're there for three days, how are you actually dating? Okay. So two, three weeks. But so you feel like the kind of girls you see in Nigeria are, then we have to ask the question then, like, what is your spec? Not just physically, but in terms of all the other things, since you're interested in actually dating seriously towards that then. So what is sure. that? Because I wouldn't say my spec has a, an ethnicity, but okay. the idea of a wife to me has kind of been defined you know over the years so one of them i feel like matching culture is a big one 
because my I, I live in Canada. I've been in Canada. I moved here very two thousand same year as you moved here, a few months earlier. But um, so I've been in Canada for twenty years, but I still think very much like a Nigerian. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I'll ever lose that that mm-hmm. thought process, right? So um, matching cultural, you know, being able to mesh with family, you know, which is big for me. I have a big extended family and. You know, I love my family a lot. And that the biggest thing would be like somebody coming in and not, you know, uh, uh, getting a- well with family. And then just ideals, too. You know, I find a lot of Nigerians, uh, Nigerian women are very focused. They're a bit more uh, driven, ambitious. They usually want to get more out of life. And uh, even though you can find similar women here but they don't have the other aspects, right? So for me, that pool is the biggest pool to fish from. I don't know if that makes sense, but yeah. Yeah, I know, definitely does. Okay. I, um, I, you know, like, I guess to answer that question, definitely never really seen myself with someone who hasn't, but this was way back, you know, back in the day, I just never really saw myself with someone who wasn't of the same culture as, as, as myself. And, but that has changed over time. I've become more open-minded, being more open-minded. I realize I can get that from someone who's not necessarily Nigerian. However, if the person is not Nigerian or African or whatever it is, I just have to we have to compromise on certain things, you know, like they might not necessarily be able to, I'm going to have to learn how to cook all, my, all, all the things you that I'm used to. Food. I'm tired of you. Huh? Always- yeah, I don't share that one with you, man. You uh, what? I said I don't share that cooking food uh, oh. desire with a lot of Nigerian men. I feel like if you want to make it, your wife shouldn't have to just cook it. No, 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 like, no, 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 like, w- what I'm saying is, if the, if I'm not going to have to force her to go learn how to do it, that what I'm saying is, I have to just learn how to do it myself, because right. I have to bring, I have to bring my culture to the table, and she has to bring her culture to the table. Uh, if I, if I, if it was a Nigerian lady, we wouldn't be having that conversation. Like, I, I still don't expect her to cook for me all the time, but the whole conversation of, oh, so how do you make this? from your culture wouldn't be on the table just because we're both Nigerians. You know what I'm saying? So see that that's how you end up having a girl who tries to make jollof that looks like it was blended. <laughs> <laughs> Too many shots fired and I don't appreciate that. <laughs> um, but like but like the whole cooking thing is not like that's not a priority for me. That was just an example. You know, like there's many examples of cultural differences. If you end up with someone who's not from the same culture from you, right? Like you have to put that in mind if you're if you're planning to settle down with a with a person who is of a different upbringing than you, right? But for me, values can I think values transcend cultures and location and all that stuff. So you you know your value is the same wherever you you are. Do you have the same values? And I think that's more important for me. It's interesting. And yeah, I don't think any of this is ever like all encompassing, you know, I feel like I still have room to look outside of that. But it's like you're looking for a job and you're you're you want a pool of candidates. You let's say you know where to look for where the candidates match 
the job duties. You're such a businessman. But you're not. <laughs> you're not restricted to that either. Somebody else, there could be another pool that can offer the same thing. I'm just saying where where I feel I want to, you know, shop, so to speak. Not to say. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. You know what, guys? We'll forgive him because he's an entrepreneur in fashion. You know, so yes, shopping and all those things is just part of his everyday lingo. So. <laughs> where I want to look. Okay. <laughs> no, no, we get it. Okay, so we've talked a little bit about, you know, um, your spec and I guess culture a little bit. And so the next question was, would you date outside of your race? Outside of your race is not the same as outside of your culture, right? Oh, wait. Is that what I'm like? I'm just what I'm trying to clarify. Culture are the same thing. But okay, okay, trying to intellectualize. Okay. I'm just saying I would date outside of Nigeria. But I don't know if I marry outside of the black race. I mean, it's it's not like a it's not like a, a looks thing because like I admire and I we discuss about women of other races that look beautiful, you know. Yeah. So it's not it's not even that. It's just yeah. I don't know. It's like it's inside. It's just a like mm-hmm. like you know, Richard. In the introduction, you were talking about how big your family is. Do you think that played a role in your? You know the funny your, thing. I, uh, yeah my family my there's there's mixed race in my family like my uh-huh. grandmother, her my great grandfather i believe was half caste okay so his one of his parents was white or something or brazilian or portuguese or some some descent so there's a lot of light-skinned people in my family yeah but it's just on my mother's side but me personally like i've just made that decision like it's, it's controversial in a way because I have friends who are married to white women or dating or whatever. So, you know, you want, you want to be sensitive. So I, I don't like to speak too candidly about it, but just personally, that's just my decision. Man, no, no, that, that that's uh, that's solid, man. Now you got him thinking like, damn. <laughs> no, no, I'm just, I'm just, you know, I honestly just try to understand where people are coming. Yeah, yeah. No, if you want, we're, we're talking about specs. Ask, ask Timmy what my spec is. Yeah, what's Richard's spec? Because I think I know what your own spec is, Richard. But you know, you know, tell, I was. Can you tell us what Richard's spec is. Okay, so I was a bit not disappointed, but I was when I when, when I hear spec, usually me I think physical. That's kind of. And <laughs> I mean, all this deep talk about values, and I'm like, what do you know? <laughs> I don't know how you guys be aware we did for Krogo. Chat. <laughs> Richard said he's now self-aware. That's growth. Okay. Okay. So physically, I think Richard is more drawn towards like very dark or dark, darker toned, dark skinned really? women. Yeah. I've seen him with a dark skinned girl. He. That's yeah, his thing. Girlfriend that's I, I referred to was dark, like yeah. from Ghana, dark. He loves dark <laughs> and, um dark. slender too, like kind of like slender. Um. Um. I'm the complete opposite of that. But um, yeah, that's Richard Speck. From a physical standpoint, Kato, do you have or did you have a physical definition of uh, Speck or back in back in the day or even right now? Yeah, yeah no, I, you know, back in the day and even right now, um, I'm just drawn to, you know, girls who are lighter than myself. You know, I've, I've dated girls who are the same, you know, complexion as myself darker skin but major if i were to look at all the girls i've dated in the past and the girls that i'm still attracted to major like 99 percent of them are lighter than i am mm. i don't know how light they are <laughs> but as a, as a baseline they're lighter than myself um 
I'm not That's really crazy. I'm not really crazy. I'm not crazy about like the whole curvy thing and everything. You know what I mean? Like as long as it looks fit, I'm good. Richard, you want to say something? No, I was gonna say like when you see people generally it's very rare that you see two people together that are the exact same like yeah, skin yeah. complexion so just because you said that you know you've dated girls who are lighter than me i also feel the same thing about women there's a lot of lighter skin women who always say they want a dark skin man or yeah yeah i think i've noticed that too skin women it's always like that and maybe i'm a little lighter than you guys in complexion so i don't know maybe that's also playing into my own <laughs> thinking i don't know but i've never really uh, it's something i've noticed recently I mean, definitely opposites do attract. That's for sure. Oh, there you go. Yeah, it could be the answer, right? With that said, and I like girls. I love it when girls put on their natural hair. Now, don't come for me saying, you know, oh, it's hard to take care of your natural hair and everything. I understand that. I I keep my I've had my hair out for for the longest time, and I know the struggle. Trust me. I I go to my sister all the time trying to get tips on how to take care of my hair, right? But I love it when a girl just embraces the natural hair, like style it however you want, take care of it, keep it out, you know, and if you have a wig on, if you have, if you have the braids on, if you do whatever you <laughs> want to do here, yeah, that's fine, but every once in a while when you bring out that natural hair, and I don't even care, like, honestly, don't even do it up or whatever, there's just, there's just, some, there's just something about seeing the natural hair that I like, and, that, and that's just me. Do you, do you know, to go like even one step deeper, you know why you're attracted to that? Why? Because you have to be very confident as a black woman yeah. to rock your natural hair, just because of the way society looks at it, and you know the the ideas of beauty in this side of the world, how they are how they are shaped, right? Mm. Yeah. And the most sexy thing about a woman is confidence. Any black woman that I've seen that's rocked like natural hair and felt sexy in that has like her confidence is through the roof man and that's like the appeal you know yeah least for me yeah very good Ooh, and, you and maybe maybe to a certain extent just gives us something to talk about oh you keep your hair too yeah you know <laughs> <laughs> um okay so i was gonna switch switch the uh i suppose the vibe and direction a little bit didn't have too much time left but to talk about Okay, this one is going to be mad sensitive. When I fought with Timmy over this question, I'm going to try and frame it in the least in the least offensive way possible. And because it's actually like a valid question, right? Because um, it plays into so many different levels as well. And you mentioned a really key word earlier about confidence. And this notion of classes. And I, and, and I, and I realized that in 2020, the word class means something completely different now like you might think somebody is ratchet but they have stack in the bank right so then does money come for a stack or does privilege or sorry class or does privilege come for a class and you know what i mean so whatever it is that you define as class would you marry somebody that doesn't quite fit in that Mm. it can be yeah (laughs) that's a jam question for you i say no (laughs) for me i don't think money has to do with class no, 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 wait, wait, let me rephrase the question. Which is right. dancing around. It's <laughs> a babe in a lower class level than you. But what oh. is lower class? But that's what, but that's what she's trying to do, right? Define class. 
Uh, okay. What? Okay. Let me. Let me. The, the 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 question in the original format was: Can you marry? Can you date marry whatever a local babe? You know, your definition of local is going to change, but there you have it. But, if so, I can just the reason why I really had a problem with that question. So I just spent um like 2013 to 2017 living in Nigeria. Yeah. And there are mad people who have the opportunity to live in Nigeria. Like, I know this is where we're going to die. So is that person local from our perspective because we're bicoastal? Exactly. Good question. Because Speaking about that in Nigeria, there's a lot of people from the upper class, meaning they just have money right. or they live in certain areas of the city <laughs> that behave like local people. The way they talk, they don't have etiquette, they don't have exposure, you know, but because they have money, they're classified as upper class. Right. So that's what I'm trying to say. I don't think money defines class. I think class is just the conduct a person carries themselves with. So, so even if poor. If all you've watched is Hollywood movies and, you know, learned everything else about the world from that and that has influenced the way you carry yourself and how you speak, you know, even if it gives you phonetic stuff, you know, <laughs> you I, might not, you're local, but you don't, you're not, you don't, your behavior, you only look out by geography. Right. Okay. I share the same views, man. You know, uh, definitely money doesn't buy class and it's that's like the biggest thing whatever and it's just so true man um i think for me we just we have to kind of be on the same wavelength you know on the same yeah. on the same level of exposure to a certain extent um that that class man yeah i mean if we, if i want to define class by exposure experience you know then your, no. your your intellect you know your intellect then by class i definitely want to be with someone who aspires to be higher than where they are right now but we meet at, at a very very close to the same level right now okay so <laughs> last one final final question we can round this out this way what would make you settle down what would make you settle? Yo, producer Tammy came with the fire questions. What would make you settle down? <laughs> you know, again, I think I have a simple and short answer to this. Yeah. When you know, you know. Because there's no other way I can explain it. Like, I said readiness, you know, was the reason why I was single earlier on when, when we started this chat. But mm -hmm. now that I think about it, I think like we're just we know into, like sometimes you can't even explain how you feel about somebody in words you can't express it so it's just it comes from within like once you meet that person that you know you know all right it might only know for five years or anything ends. who knows but at least in that moment when you think you know you, you know like other times when you know you're forced to to do something you're kind of going against what you feel inherently you know you're just trying to make it work but like I feel like that shouldn't be the case you know it should just kind of just happen and be natural and you know go with the flow so yeah. that's it for me I, I feel like this is a risky question for you somehow somehow no 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 not even it's a solid question you know uh and for me the answer would be i just have to be cautious of it right like i said 
why haven't I got married is because it just hasn't been a priority. Mm-hmm. Not that I haven't thought about it, um, but I probably have to just, what would make me settle down? If I start thinking about it more and planning towards it, it'll happen. Because there's there's girl there's girls out there, man. There's like many options, but I don't think a person is, is. I don't think I don't think a person is going to find I don't think you're going to find the hundred percent the perfect person. You know, you have to just be like well, like what Richard said, right? Self aware. So if you're self aware, realize what you want. Uh, but then you also have to plan towards it, right? And and just just plan. For me, I just haven't really planned. Actually, I just want to I want to I want to piggyback off that. That part is key, man, because you can't be doing like a single, you know, willy nilly anyhow in the streets and be saying you're ready for marriage. You can't <laughs> exactly. have to like put yourself in that position of exactly. being, also from a from an attraction standpoint. Right. You can't say you want this, but you're doing or you're behaving contrary to what you're trying to attract. So exactly. That's true. Man, you guys are woke. What? <laughs> <laughs> I'll pass some regular Nigeria guys on this stuff. I told you, actually, I said I wanted to, with this particular episode, I said I wanted to show you that there are good Nigerian men out there. And because the negativity that we receive is insane. Like, are you Nigerian? Are you a Yoruba demon? And all oh. that kind of <laughs> outside of Nigeria. Outside of Nigeria. Yo, you know what's funny? I experienced this one time. I met this uh, Zim girl at my buddy's uh, house party, right? And then we're talking, whatever it is. Her friend walks up, wa- walks up to us, and then she's like, oh, what's your name? I'm like, Ayo, are you Yoruba? She didn't even ask if you're Nigerian, because she, she, she's already experienced this whole thing. She yeah. turns to her friend and is like, yeah, forget this guy, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, let me tell you why. I have to tell you why. Okay, so when I was pregnant with my son, I was in Nigeria at a party. But to be fair, so Nigerians in Nigeria, like you said, it's a completely different planet. Like they're not ah. a human species. <laughs> so we were, so I was just there. It was with, with Tunde even. So I was just there, whatever, went to a party, whatever it is. It was a wedding, actually, at the reception. Anyways, everybody's, you know, catching a good vibe, whatever. And then, so this guy, like his friend is falling with one. I was like, oh, let's control your friend, please. And then said, oh, you know, I'm really sorry, blah, blah, blah. Like, no, whatever, it's okay, we good. You know, I'm a strong girl. I didn't really do too stoosh like Nigerian babes do. I should have done that. Because next thing you know, like, oh, what's your name? Like, Mosun was like, ah, can I talk to you? Like, mm, my husband. I always pretend to live my husband. <laughs> the fake husband was nowhere to be found. This man had the whole audacity to ask, but are you happy? <laughs> wow. Filthy. That's bold. Filthy. Game, like, game. Oh man, like, what are you doing? <laughs> wow. Like, what? I, I was shocked. Nigerian guys have another, like, otherworldly level of confidence. It's, it's yeah. crazy. <laughs> it's almost sinful, to be honest. Like, that's where the reputation comes from. So when you see your other fellow Nigerian boys, tell them to comport themselves because yeah. it's coming from somewhere, right? Like, unfortunately, y'all get tainted, but it's coming from somewhere very true and and to be honest man if we were in nigeria i can't say that environment would not have changed me in a way honestly can i say something every single nigerian boy when they go back to nigeria because it you don't have to be reasonable like it doesn't require that of you so unless you require that of yourself you won't you won't you just won't Mm -hmm. 
yeah, for sure. Anyways, thank you guys so very much for coming and having very, very candid and delightful conversation. Thanks, thanks for having us. <laughs> Actually, maybe you guys can, you know, plug your businesses yeah, that you want to plug, like, you know, what's the website and... Great idea. And Instagram, A-O-B-Y-Y-C. Yeah, and that, that's it for your photography. You have, I think you have a website? No, but that's probably the best way to reach me. Okay, What's your job. photography focused on? Portraits. Portraits, portraiture. Yeah. Oh, you're so cute. So, and uh, if any of you guys need some fire garments, you know, suits. Fire. Fire. We got that heat, man. Just come to Fari Hara, man. Instagram is Fari underscore Hara. That's F-A-R-I underscore H-A-R-A. Check us out on our website. My business partner, Hakeem, is in Calgary. I'm in Toronto. But we service people across the world. We have virtual um, processes in place for that. And, um, yeah, man, check us out. Let me know. If you mention, you know, that you heard of us from the uh, Why Aren't You Married podcast, we might be able to hook you up some special, you know, so... You discriminate against women, and I've been begging you for I'm, I'm working on it for all the females. You know, working on that too. Help us! You know those oversized coats with the cinch belt, man. Yo, please. Soon come, soon come. Wow. Okay. <laughs> oh, he's found me. Um, but yes, thank you guys so very much, and um, for also listening to the very first episode of Why Aren't You Married? And we'll try to make future conversations just as fun as this one. And Talk soon. Thank you, guys. I had a great time, man. Thank you. I know. Bye. Bye.